Sex Communication, a podcast that explores how we communicate during sex and about sex, with explicit recordings and uninhibited conversation. My name is Brianne McGuire, founder of Graphic Paint and host of this uncensored adventure. Join me each week as I share crowdsourced audio files and interview a wide range of people about their private activities. The mission of this series is to change attitudes towards sex simply by changing the way it's communicated, one episode at a time. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Welcome to episode 24, the quickie episode of how I got off from April 14th to April 20th. So, um, so this week was following the masturbation party, which happened last Saturday, the 13th, and I, I mean, you can listen to episode 22 for specifics, but it was a big success, and it was much more arousing for me than I, um, than I expected. I, I had been afraid and anticipated that I was going to have a lot of, uh, performance anxiety, stay tried, if you will. Um, and that's not what happened at all. Um, lucky for me, the two guys who showed up in real life and even the guy that was on Skype, pretty attractive guys. Um, and we had been texting with each other a bit throughout the week, kind of just, um, following up on thoughts about how the party went and, you know, some things that could have happened and, you know, putting out feelers for additional things in the future so uh, that all just kind of fueled the mental, you know, the fantasies that just kept going as I was reliving thoughts from the masturbation party, but also, you know, thinking more specifically about things that could happen with the two guys who had been there. And then that led to more vague group sex fantasies, Um Group sex is something I'm really interested in. And I'd been in this place where um, kind of in the course of everything that's happened and the real crystallization of this idea that, you know, I don't enjoy just having sex for the sake of having sex or doing, I don't know, playing or experimenting or whatever with people that I don't really have uh, an attraction to, you know, because it's, it's, I don't have any motivation in that case. So, and I think that's what was driving a lot of my concerns with the masturbation party, but since it wound up not being like that and I did feel attracted to the people, especially the one guy, I mean, that we were touching each other, obviously there was there was some sort of connection there. So, it really validated this idea that um, you know, I, I would be able to enjoy group sex as much as I thought that I would. Group sex is something I've fantasized for at least, yeah, God, 20 plus years. Um, Yeah, I remember seeing the movie Son of Sam, which came out in 1999, and it's set in the 70s, in the time of uh, the Summer of Sam. And, um, I mean, it was called the Summer of Sam. Whatever it was, the John Leguizamo, Mira Sorvino movie. Um, so there's a part in it when he takes her, I think they go to Plato's retreat, you know, which was a popular sex club and there's a full on orgy going on, like pretty large. There were, I've, in my head, I haven't watched the movie in a while, but there were 20 plus people and he wants to go because he wants to sleep with other people. She's never been to anything like this and she winds up, um, 
you know, deciding to like, just fuck it, let me give into this, and winds up having this great time, much to the disappointment of John Leguizamo's character. But anyway, um, it just, it was burned in my head, that moment when she just decided to go for it, and her just kind of being absorbed by this pile of bodies, and everyone just, you know, it was just this very, uh, I don't know, it just had a real appeal to it. You know, it was dim and it just had this kind of languid quality and it just seemed incredibly erotic. And, um, yeah, I don't know if that was the start of it. I, I figured I probably was interested in it before that, um, as I would have been 1999. It would have been like 19 years old. And, that's already three years after I had had my first threesome, which was with another woman and a guy. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure I would have probably been thinking about that sort of thing before I had even seen that movie. But that was the first time I had like a visual to go along with it, you know, some real concrete <laughs> idea of what it would look like. Because I think with anything, before you see it in practice... Like, the masturbation party is a perfect example. I hadn't, and I didn't bother to go and kind of research this before the event happened because I didn't want it to really color how the experience was. I really was curious about how things would play out going into it completely naive. Um, but, you know, there's this, it's such a shift from thinking about something and what your idea of it is without any sort of reference, right? Right you know, like group sex or this masturbation party, and then what it's like thinking about that same thing having the reference. So, you know, the masturbation party, obviously it's the actual event having happened that I have that to go from. Um, but in the case of this movie, it was like this was evidence, this was an example, you know, something I could wrap my head around about what it could be like, um, which then fueled fantasies about it for many, many years. <laughs> But anyway, getting back to the point, um, so the the beauty of this party that I held was like, you know, before that night, I had been really concerned because there, um, there's someone I had been in very erratic contact with that I found on FetLife that um, was able to escort me to a sex club party, but it's one of these clubs where you have to be accompanied by a member. So he was offering his availability as a member to bring somebody new. And I kept, well, one, I was really busy, but then it was just like, I was getting more and more nervous that eh, maybe I'm really not cut out for this. If I'm having such an issue, having kind of a, a casual encounter with somebody that, you know, I don't have this connection with, like, how can, I think it's going to be a successful thing to put myself in a situation with even more strangers where there's even more unknown possibility of connection, possibly no connection. Like, how am I going to enjoy that? That just seems like compounding the problem, if anything. So to have the party and then, you know, be in this small group of people and every, like there being an energy, a feeling of everyone kind of feeding off each other's um, arousal and being, I don't know, there was just a, a general turned on vibe. Um, and it felt very conducive. Like it seemed <laughs> very easy to shift what it was into like a very small, small orgy, but it basically would have been a three, a foursome rather. 
Um, like it didn't seem like a leap by any means. So, you know, and in further contact with these two guys, not so much with the girl, um, you know, kind of bringing that point up to about, you know, we're on track for that basically. Anyway, so this is all to say, it just made me feel that I was capable of it, you know, um, and again, not to let these selection of random and unarousing and uncomfortable encounters really just sour me on something that I really want to try. So, um, yeah, so there was a lot of masturbation this week. Most of it, you know, I didn't need to look at porn because I had all of that, all of the memories to drive me. Um, but then when I did start searching for porn because, you know, all the group sex fantasies and the fantasies about these other guys and whatnot led me to search specifically for, um, male, male, female threesomes, but specifically like bisexual male, male, female threesomes, because my thing is like, I am much more interested in doing any kind of, um, group sex situation with men who are comfortable with each other. Um, and I mean, levels of comfort, of course, everyone has, you know, if they're not, if they're identifying as bisexual or heteroflexible, like it's a, it's a spectrum. Like sometimes it's like guys that are just comfortable being around another guy who's naked and doing sexual things and it being fine. So I would say that both of the men who were in attendance would fall under that. One of them was much more, um, like he identified it as heteroflexible and seemed much more, um, like turned on by it. I'm not a hundred percent clear on how much experience he's had, but he's definitely like interested. Whereas the other one kind of in our subsequent texts, you know, kind of made it clear that he wasn't into that. <laughs> like, it's fine to be around, but he didn't want to, you know, really have any contact. Um, and I'd much prefer to have like a male, male, female threesome with guys who are not going to be freaked out if their dicks touch each other or like, you know, can just kind of embrace the moment of being turned on by just other people, you know, regardless of what their gender is, like that not being this, this, uh, this just, uh, obstacle, you know? Um, yeah. So that, anyway, so in the course of searching for that, uh, <laughs> that led to foursomes, which led to group sex and, but all things like with this bisexual keyword in it and, it really just didn't do much for me. It just seemed like all of the porn that was available, at least on Pornhub, with um, the bisexual tag, I didn't really buy that the guys were so into the women. Like, it seemed more that they were just able to have sex with the women because there were men there to turn them on and, you know, kind of looking at it or their bodies interpreting it as just another whole. Um... And because I had that sense, it was really difficult for me to imagine myself there. And so it was difficult for me to get turned on by it because it just was like, it became an obstacle for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it also, I discovered a really unarousing point of view shot that they do where like a man's fucking a man fucking a girl, which I had, was looking for the thinking about that specifically when I had started um, searching for it. And then the way that they shot it, they shoot it from the perspective of basically 
it's close up on all of the the uh, the ins and outs, as it were, right? In this kind of line, and it's just not sexy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's so clinical and so I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of room for improvement on bisexually tagged porn to actually, you know, be more believable. Maybe I just need to search for more amateur stuff. Anyway, so there's work to do. <laughs> but um, in the end, you know, this had been by the end of the week that um, I was getting to the point where I was just like sick of looking for this sort of stuff because it really wasn't having any arousal effect on me. Um, so in the end, I went back to one of the nine videos that I have saved on Pornhub, even though I feel like I've attempted to save more, but anyway, um, yeah, and it was basically, you know, like two guys groping this girl in a car. It's a classic and typical boob stuff, you know, like if you've listened to any of these episodes, it's very, very much in line with stuff that I've watched and I've perhaps even linked to this clip before. Um, but anyway, so there you go. Um, I feel like all of that group sex porn kind of, uh, I don't know. It got that hankering out of me for at least for the week. So I think as this next week starts, I'm going to be, you know, going down a different road. Maybe I'll search for more amateur stuff, but anyway, like it's not as much of a kind of an obsessive interest right now. Um, the last couple days after that party, it was really like, I was masturbating a lot, you know, um, I hadn't had a marathon run like that for a few years. Um, I think the last time that I did, it was when I burnt out that rabbit vibrator that I had, like that was the day that killed the mechanical part of it. I was like masturbating on and off for like six hours one day and it just had it, it just died. Um, anyway, so these miracle days happen, but far and few between. So that was my week. I hope you also had some enjoyable orgasms or interesting porn watching or just fun discussions about sex. And if you didn't, no bigs. Happy Easter if you're into that. And if you're not, just enjoy a beautiful day. Looks beautiful. Uh, and I'll talk to you Friday. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you like it? I hope so. If you did, please subscribe. If you'd like to know more about this episode or how you can be a part of the podcast, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for details. You'll also find additional episodes, background on this project, contact information, and tips for submitting your own audio files. I'm looking for more people to interview, homemade recordings of sexual activity, and audio production assistance. If any of this interests you, please reach out. It's my goal with this podcast to bring some filth to your ears, change the conversations around sex, change some perspectives, and maybe even change the world. I hope you'll join me. So